Get ready to run for your life with the awesome force that is Shin Godzilla. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Otaku Movie Anatomy. Hello. Hello, everyone. We have some important news breaking, some would say. Fucking stop it. There is a giant (laughs) monster. Attacking Tokyo. I like that's a good intro. I like that. Good, yeah. job. good job hosting. Good His hosting. name is Gojira. 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 Uh, so thank you for watching Otaku Movie Anatomy. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment on iTunes. Uh, hit thumbs up on YouTube and follow us at the Popcorn Talk on the Twitter. Yeah. And uh, with us today is Michelle, our, our awesome usual guest, and a special guest, Doc. Who is an amazing human being. Uh, he has a really cute dog named Leia. That I do. She's and, awesome. and if you could observe his immaculate mustache, it, it takes years. It's nice. It it's takes fake. 200 <laughs> artisans to craft every day. It'd be crazy if it snapped off suddenly. I would probably <laughs> scream. Like a blood-curdling, life-changing scream. Oh. Uh, and Fuck. we all got to watch the uh, premiere, the American premiere of Shin Godzilla, which yes. is from the Toho Studios version, yes, the not, Toho Studio, not, a... not not the the 2014 <laughs> Godzilla version. Uh, we shall not speak of such things. Yeah, uh, so we <laughs> have to just way. shout out to Funimation and Woo! Justin Ross for inviting us to this Thanks, awesome premiere. Y'all. It was a super great event, as per the usual. Uh, and also, Shin Godzilla is a crazy, amazing movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really liked it. I think um, we overall enjoyed No one was like, fuck this movie, get out. Boo, yeah. we're good. I heard good. one person say and that. And they're a piece of garbage. I agree. Did you get their they name? Probably, no. <laughs> they probably, Because we were going to cyber bully the shit of them. What? <laughs> they were on camera, like, being interviewed, oh, and he's no. just like, no, I didn't like it. No. I didn't like it. And I'm like, dude, you're an idiot. Aww. He probably did so he, much fun. He probably didn't like puppies. Yeah. He probably didn't like rainbow. He probably didn't like anything that was awesome and sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Oh man, uh, you guys can't see it because my computer is covering. Here, I'll close for a second. But they gave they gave all these totally awesome shit Godzilla t-shirts. Ah! But apparently, like Max got one and he like fucking lost it. Sorry, I'm fobbing so much. It's like a Tuesday, all right? Uh, and then, um, yeah, and then Doc didn't even know they're giving them out. Yeah, so, so we're we're, we're trash human beings. I blame you, people. Justin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I blame you. I'm not How dare you not me, put so. it in my car for me so yes. that I wouldn't forget? <laughs> Damn you, Rude. Justin. All right, Rude. all right. Um, okay, so. Just uh, first things first. This movie is actually called Godzilla Resurgence in America. Is it? I it haven't is. seen any posters that say that. Yeah, it it, it doesn't. Um, I don't know why, but that's what it's titled on huh. IMDb, and that's what I guess the reviewer copies. Like that's what everyone that's what got said? from the press. Because now um, Life Animation is doing. Which, by the way, the reason there was a, uh, a red carpet screening here is because they're doing a theatrical release across yeah. um, the U.S. So if you guys want to go watch those, uh, plug in. Go to Funimation.com. There is a link for Shin Godzilla, and I'll tell you where you can see it in actual theaters. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. You should do. It's uh, it's um, playing October 11th to the 18th, so yeah. you still got playing time. And for yeah. those lucky of you, for those of you lucky enough in New York that get to see the premiere tomorrow, I believe. Yeah, yeah. tomorrow they're, before they're having Comic-Con. another premiere, and Justin the Jet Setter is yeah. on whole his way crew. there right it's not now. Just, yeah, apparently there. We always already. talk talk of Justin like he's the only <laughs> yeah. guy who works with animation, but it's like a whole crew of PR people, and like it's great. But um, yeah. anyway, um, so look under it's Shin Godzilla. The word Shin means new, so new yeah. Godzilla. It's, it's I'm not using Godzilla. the kanji for Shin, though, so I could be anything. 
could be the the shiniest of sh- he just has really big shins like this Godzilla's yeah. that's yeah, what he's known for. They focus a lot for. on nah. his legs, so a, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean he like he does leg day, case. but only leg day. Yeah, you could tell from his Every tiny day. arms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. The tiny arms were like the best part of Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta work on that Godzilla. Oh, man. Gotta work on that. Yeah. All right. Uh, so just some some random movie facts. Uh, <laughs> this is the thirty first film in the franchise, so not many. including the two English ones. The first one was uh, in two thousand with Matthew Broderick, which also spawned a cartoon. If anyone remembers the Godzilla cartoons, I remember I, I the eighties one. It was amazing. Oh. Wrong. In the 2000s? In the 2000s, yes. So I'm thinking about the 80s cartoons, which were amazing. Or were they 70s cartoons? They were, like, really old. And Godzilla was, like, this playful... There's, like, a baby Godzilla, and he was like... Eh. I think that's Denver the Last Dinosaur. No, there was a cartoon that was Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> and he played the guitar, uh, and he wrote a skateboard, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, this is the one with Littlefoot, and it was, like, something about... Hey, ta- tangent. Anyway. Speaking of tangents. Um, so, so it was the 31st <laughs> film in the franchise. It's the 29th film produced by Toho, and Toho is famous... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline for obviously Godzilla but also having the man in the suits the, the kaiju in the suits yeah. uh, and, and they kind of perpetuated that style of like monsters plus miniatures and that yes. school of visual effects it's called tokusatsu yeah which people use in like the film industry even though it's a Japanese word just means what you said yeah <laughs> thank you I did not know that so. really? yeah. you never heard the word the, the term tokusatsu there people were like flinging no. it around when I was uh, reviewing when I was I was doing a screening for um Attack on Titan. Oh, my God, guys. It, the that, live action. That, that actually were, makes a lot of sense, yeah. yeah. and they did a lot of uh, guys in suits for that, too. They used a lot of Toho Cinema stuff. Uh, so that's... Um, keep going. So, keep going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it was released in Japan July 7th. Uh, July 29th. Sorry. Well, I don't know why I said that. July 29th, 2016. <laughs> and it earned 635 million yen, yes. or 6.1 million US. And for a Japanese movie, that is actually That's very It's really doing impressive. really yeah. well. Like, all of my Japanese friends are talking about on social media. It's, like, blowing the fuck up. For, yeah. For good reason. It's great. I don't have any Japanese friends, but I'm pretty sure that it's, it's pretty big over there. Um, let's see. The directors are Hideki... Hideaki Anno mm-hmm. and Shinji Higuchi, who are two of the four founders of Gainix. So, uh, if you don't know Hideaki Anno, his prominent work is Evangelion. And if you watch this movie, you can definitely tell. So, not new Evangelion, old Evangelion. Is he working on no, no, new one as both, well? But okay, I, was, yeah. I didn't know. Uh, and also, if you don't remember uh, Shinji Higuchi, he is also known for the uh, Gamera series, which is the big turtle dude. G- Gamera. Yes. Gamera. Uh, Gamera. Shut up. That didn't sound familiar. The Gamera. G- <laughs> All right, Naruto. <laughs> Naruto. Um, and also, he was the director of the Attack on Titan live action movie that we also I love know. and adore. What a buddy. Uh, and so that's why the Tokusatsu is is a is a part of, I guess, this kind of. I guess these two directors from mm-hmm. Genix, they really are into that and uh, are part of kind of like the old school of it. Yeah. Which, you to be can fair, really tell. Yeah. Like, the, 
It was amazing. The puppetry of Attack on Titan part, I actually liked. Yeah, I, mean, I did. They they blended it with CG, of course, but it, yeah. was, it was nice. That I part mean, was super cool, yeah. and I wish there was either all of that or none of that. <laughs> and we're actually going to cover it because this particular uh, film doesn't have an actual man in a suit. This is, I think, one of the... Fr- this is one of the first like Toho really. I thought they had um, a- at least it's a it's a life it's a physical prop though. Yeah, they have a physical prop. But it's it's it. animatronic. Oh, it's so it's like you know all the dinosaurs you see in Jurassic Park. So it does it, have a tiny hand. It, yeah, and he has all tiny hand, and you can he his design is very uh, strange. Um, oh, sorry, real quick, um, we are on live chat, so if you guys want to ask us questions or say anything, uh, what's up, Mister Habitino? Good name. Uh, and then Laura Markland, what's up, buddy? <laughs> hey, friend, that was also there. Uh, so, so, so some so, actors, so. <laughs> some people, some people. Good segue. Good segue. I know. <laughs> that's how we, that's how we I don't know. I don't know what the good chat, the from the chat to back to the subject segue. Sorry, is. I, I did kind of throw it in do there. The <laughs> yeah, do the papers. Get us back. Yeah. On oh track. yeah. Okay. Reporting live right. okay. from Tokyo. All right. All right, we're back. <laughs> What's, what do we have next? Uh, so we have the usual actors. Um, Hiroki Hiroki Hasegawa. I just don't want to mess up the names. I can just do it. <laughs> Hiroki Hasegawa, that's right. Yeah, and uh, who was uh, uh, Rondo Yaguchi? That, <laughs> no, that's, that's you. Uh, fuck that up. It's Rondo Yaguchi. So it's Yaguchi. Miss- I'm missing yeah. an eye in there. Um, and he's the main protagonist. He's also the deputy, deputy chief cabinet secretary. So, which, like, there's so mm, many is, government titles it, in this yeah. movie. Like, you basically will not know any of them except for prime minister, which I learned the word for prime minister, like, real quick. Because it sounds like the word sorry, it's sorry. So I kept, I'm like, are they saying sorry in like English? Like, oh, that's the word for prime minister. They said it, like so many times. And yeah. it didn't help that there were like role switches throughout yes. as well. Because like, he gets promoted. Spoilers. Yeah, just yeah, stuff I, happens. Just when I thought I was getting it down, it's like, oh, wait, who are you now? Like, mm-hmm. oh. So it's not so much that their titles are important. It's just that they're all lower yeah. than the prime minister is, I guess, yeah. what you could say. Well, uh, the, the whole thing, the way that it starts, we might as well just get into it. The way that it starts is basically just a whole cabinet of people, right? Uh, so it... You open up with this mysterious boat and someone that seems to have like committed suicide or is just missing, mm-hmm. yeah. and then they go into uh, this the Tokyo Tunnel. I think what was it was the Tokyo Light Bridge or something. It, it was it was like a, it was the under the under ocean tunnel. Tunnel, yeah. Okay. I don't know this. And so that name of it, that bursts and all of this red water comes out. Oh, it's not it's not it's just great. normal seawater. It's like blood, bloody and, ass yeah. water, and uh, that's <laughs> true. I, 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 like that that I like how they never like mentioned it at the beginning. Like, yeah. they just treated it like a normal ocean leak. And I kept, oh, yeah. I kept yeah. questioning yeah. myself. Like, did I really see it as red? Like, I was really That's confused for a while. It, it, yeah. was, it was also kind of like, they were just like, oh, it's like volcanic activity. And, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, it must be volcanic. Because like, it's red. No, no. Like, yeah. uh, um, <laughs> but actually, that's a part of Ano's style. Like, that's when you know from the very beginning that you're going to see a lot of Evangelion stuff. Because he loves red water. Like, red water is like... Some weird his symbolism for uh, usually apocalypse. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so when I saw that, I was like, "Oh man, <laughs> I know, uh-huh. I know what the style and direction this is going." And from the very beginning, I was like, then super hyped because I didn't really know. Everyone keeps saying like, from the mind of Evangelion, mm-hmm. Shin Godzilla, but like, what does that really mean? Yeah, because it's not you know an anime. I mean? Yeah, yeah it's know. not an anime. It's a it's a live action. Mm-hmm. It's a Godzilla movie that doesn't. 
besides the fact that there's a giant thing that has nothing to do with Evangelion, so yeah. why do they keep mentioning it over and right, over again? Right. And you realize, because Anno has a very specific style of editing and directing. Yes. And just seeing that and just, like, all the cuts in between, throughout the whole movie, that style persists. Yeah, so you could kind of characterize it as, I mean, very loosely, as uh, sharp, cut, sharp editing, so cutting from, like, you know, someone tapping their finger to someone's face to, like, right back and forth. Yeah. Um, strong drum musics all the time. Real yeah. good. Um, That's actually, uh, so the, some of the music was taken directly from the new Evangelion rebuilt. Yeah. Uh, they used the he used Christ. the same same uh, composer yes. for a music technician for mm-hmm. Evangelion for this one too. That's why there's so many like familiar uh, mm-hmm. sounds, and not to mention that they they just used the old the old mono uh, soundtrack from the original Godzilla. Yeah, oh, okay. Too. It yeah. did seem like I mean it, it was there's so many throwbacks that touch upon the old uh, Godzilla movies, which were. Mm were great. I mean, some of the shots, some of the things were, like, shot for shot for, like, you know, referencing other movies. Um, there's also a lot of, like, there's a lot of stillness at the beginning of the movie, especially of just, like, seeing the water. Like, from, it's like, everything's very far away. Like, yeah. you're looking at a, a camera from a bridge far away looking at the red water, and I feel like that style, um, I don't know, it, just, it made it feel very, like, like, eight, like early 2000s. I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> it's very campy. I think I yeah. think that's what you're looking for. Yeah. Campy. Um, but I also think there was there was definitely a reason for it. I mean, I feel like this, like, we were talking right after the movie, and uh, the movie, I can also talk. Um, <laughs> it really, I don't know, it really tried to, I felt it was trying to showcase, like, what this sort of ordeal or, or attack would be like as a whole, like, for the whole city, and mm-hmm. not just, mm-hmm. like, a couple individual peoples like we've seen in previous movies or, you know, it really focused on many different things to showcase, like, every part of the community Mm -hmm. being affected by this. And I feel like those wide shots towards the beginning kind of gave us a perspective, like, okay, this is going to be affecting everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And an interesting thing uh, that I found that... So this movie is influenced by the Fukushima nuclear meltdown. Which we all know was super crazy tragic, and that's very obvious. But uh, something that is a little less is the 2011 tsunami and earthquake that happened. Mm -hmm. The really big earthquake and tsunami. And so in the beginning scenes, you see a bunch of people cut from cell phone footage to internet footage to streaming footage to all these other footage. And that's actually directly from the influence of the earthquake and tsunami when we were all watching it ourselves mm-hmm. uh, from you know our Facebook and all that and we were able to see how people were seeing it in real time and so like that that was just sort of a modern touch that I feel like a lot of uh, the the 2014 remake of the Godzilla movie even the 2001 like that's kind of like the stuff that you don't really touch on that like human yeah. element of it being like plausible you know yeah. uh, and I thought that very much lended to kind of the style of of the movie, and now that I'm thinking about it, we should probably get into the movie synopsis. Uh, if, <laughs> if you couldn't guess, um, it's about Godzilla, Godzilla. <laughs> and, but, a, but a new one. This is not, yeah. you know, a sequel in any way to anything else. So it's the way that it starts is that they see that there's there's all these earthquakes and there's this underwater damage and seismic activity and, and little bits of radiation, and people are wondering like, oh, what's going on? Of course. Uh, it opens up with the whole government cabinet of people just trying to give advice to the prime minister. And that's layers upon layers and upon layers of, like, advisors, uh, like, technicians, like, informants, like, mm-hmm. all that. It's like 15 minutes of yeah. meetings. Yeah. It, it's, it's, <laughs> this movie is basically 
as exciting a movie about meetings could ever be. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great yeah. way to put it. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, e- even, like, those war movies where they're all sitting in front of, like, a war council being like, oh, what should we do? Mm-hmm. Not as exciting as this nope. in terms of <laughs> meetings, let me tell you. Um, and so the prime minister is getting bombarded by all of these other counselors, and that's when we meet um, Higuchi, who is the main character. Uh, and he thinks that it is some sort of giant monster because there's little bits of footage out there on the internet and streaming. And so people, the whole thing is like the prime minister hears this and is like, ah, that's kind of a weird joke, you know, like this is the internet, like it could be a hoax or whatever. We have to go with what's the most realistic and most plausible. And of course, in this movie is also very funny. Yeah. <laughs> the way that like things are set up, like the meetings are set up, when the prime minister sits there in front of everyone is like, it's just probably some volcanic activity, then immediately someone comes over and he's while like, he's on the whispering. podium, whispers. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, eh? JK. JK. <laughs> it was a giant monster. Yeah. And then out of the water emerges... Not your typical Godzilla. I kind of thought... So I was confused. Again, this... Mm-hmm. So by the way, guys, this review is full of goddamn spoilers. Just turn it off if you don't want to see the spoilers. Yeah. But, um... So I kind of thought it was going to be a smaller creature that Godzilla comes and chases. Kind of like the American Godzilla like movie. Like supposed to... Yeah. Yeah. Like so I, I was like, oh, it's going to be like a little tiny mother or something. But it... Because it looks like a little worm guy with like... It's a little red... Squirmy guy with no, it has little stubbins yeah. instead of He's no He's like hands. a lungfish. That's what they s- described him as. Yes. Or like, you know yeah. those little salamanders mm-hmm. that live in water? Yes, like it has little skipper? back feet, but no front yes, feet. Yes, kind of. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it has little gills that like splurt out blood, which is, I was like, yeah. that's, that's so also gross. That's no, also a very, that's a very Evangelion thing as well. Yes. Just bloody, or just, bloody, just blood or like some sort of weird realistic gore mm-hmm. from a giant thing. Like, when I saw that, I was like, yeah, I see where he's going with this. <laughs> um... But so the Godzilla comes onto land. He goes onto land, and he is like this weird. He's kind of adorable. He's kind of like yeah. this cute little monkey guy. His eyes are guy. like this. It's like yeah. all askew. And <laughs> 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 it reminded me of my pug. Yeah, like just it does have like pug actually, eyes. It's yeah. very confused, big eyes, saucers wreaking havoc yeah. in, in her wake. Yeah. Have you ever seen those internet videos where it's like a dog and they put those googly eyes on them? That's a basically the best way to describe yeah. Lungfish Godzilla. Um, and so he pops out, and he's just devastating everything, just demolishing uh, whatever is in his path, which is only, like, one ward um, of Tokyo, which is, like, the farthest end. Um, it's very hard. They, he goes, they go through a lot of different names, so it was a little hard to figure out exactly what part of Tokyo it was. It just, yeah. We just know that it was Tokyo, or yeah. it was, like, one, like the out, outer wards. Uh, and so... Now they just don't know what to do. He's basically unstoppable. Um, you know, they've never had a giant monster before. And oh, here's a screen cap of. I think this is the evolved version coming. This out is of the, the water. evolved version. Yeah. Um, so that's when it kind of goes back to more meetings. And this is uh, a part of what Ano wanted was to like have this be kind of a critical view of like how the Japanese government runs, which right. is having sen- seniors and like subordinates and subordinates for the subordinates, and then mm-hmm. how that. All that information has to go up the wire each and every time, uh, basically just the politics of it. And that's basically stopping any sort of Help. any sort of yeah. response that would have actually helped. Yeah. Uh, and like we, basically, they say it so many times in the movie, like, we can't look bad in public or this is an election year or something. Or, like, if I do it wrong now, I'm never going to get like, re-elected to my position. So it's all about 
It's all about politics rather, yeah, yeah. rather than saving the people who are dying, like actually dying. And they're not mm. like we, the viewer, seeing the footage, like the like the YouTube footage or whatever. But mm. like no one in the cabinet, you'll notice they all have just papers and pens in front of them. No, one, nobody has computers. Nobody yeah. has like a cell phone open. Like they're all just like analog as fuck. And that's kind of how the Japanese government is right now, to be honest. Like mm. a lot of. A lot of part, like, so we always think of Japan, like, the and the culture being, like, super advanced and stuff, and that's true in some ways, but when it comes to, like, business stuff, like, politics or, like, formal business meetings, it's very, like, here's 7,000 pieces of paper, here's a pen, just sit in a big, long row, and we're all going to sit here quietly and stare at each other, and we're not going to, like, there's no, like, live checking of facts. It's just, you know, it can, it can be like that. Yeah, so it was very, like, it, it made me feel like, I, I felt it was really, very realistic, because there was, like, very, you know, there was, like, 20,000 copier machines to make more papers. Like, they kept, they kept showing shots of them, like, pushing, putting more yeah. copying machines into the room and stuff like that, and, like, one person would have a computer. Yeah. And that person was, like, usually laughed at. <laughs> it just... It, it, it was just very uh, frantic. That's what it felt like. Mm-hmm. You know, at any time they tried to... Because it makes sense if it was, like, you know, this normal economic plan, but it's, like, this this crazy, unmitigated, like, tragedy. You know, it's not even, like, an earthquake in mm-hmm. which you can kind of, like figure out when the earthquake is coming and have, like, a response. This was basically just a natural disaster in the form of googly-eyed Godzilla. Yeah. Googly you know? eye. And that, it's, like, not something that ever even they even they yeah, they ever even thought to prepare for, yeah. obviously. It's, like, this is – there's natural disasters and then there's this. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. It's, like, why would we even have a plan for that? Yeah, and there's a guy that literally, like, comes out and he's just, like, we don't have a plan for this. Yeah, he's trying to pass the buck to a different department and that was, like – it's just like, you know, everyone, people just died. A lot of people died, I guess. Yeah. Okay, and so in my head when he said that, I was thinking, but you're Japan. Like, you should just be dealing with giant shit all the time, <laughs> you know? And That's I forgot that it wasn't, it wasn't quite a world the movie. where that has not happened yet. Yeah, yeah. Which, which I was surprised about because, mm-hmm. you know, they've already had modern era and there were no Evangelions and stuff. And I was like, anyway... The point is that uh, so mini Godzilla without the arms, mini Godzilla evolves. without the arms evolves, and he in the middle in of, time. of of whatever, just for no real reason, he he kind of like stands upright, and little hands grow out, and he kind of his heart, his skin hardens, uh, and then he becomes he kind of he basically digivolves. Yeah, yeah. I he think becomes the, like a mini Godzilla. I think the reason he did was because they were saying in the cabinet that his legs can't support him mm-hmm. and he will never walk on land. And so he's mm-hmm. like, fuck you. Yeah, I will. <laughs> he like, heard that I heard somehow. That. Super hearing, man. He, I just got had, he had something to prove. He got yeah. a chip on his shoulder. Damn. He got to prove to the world that he that, can be a Godzilla that stands upright <laughs> on land. I think I even saw his head turn like right after the cabinet said that. He was like, wait, what? Shut up. <laughs> I don't think it's what happens in the movie. That, that was totally No, I, I, I totally, un- yeah, I no, that's what happens. It was hot. I don't know, whatever. So this this guy, he turns into mini Godzilla, and then he he's done fucking up shit. He goes back into the ocean to, yes, to cool to off. to cool down. Um, and that's when we kind of get into the origins of Godzilla. And uh, I guess the professor that they show in the beginning, or the boat of the professor that they show in the beginning, his name is Goromaki. And it, I guess it was some sort of, like, ancient animal. And I guess it was the Americans. It was either the Americans or, like, the Japanese. I forget who it was specifically, but they basically dumped a bunch of, like, nuclear waste or a bunch yeah, of, like, Yeah, it was supposed to be biohazard the, waste. the Japanese government back in, like, the 70s were yeah. dumping, and then this guy was protesting it, and they tried to shut him up, so he moved away from Japan, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had figured this out. He had he had all these plans of uh, this creature and how it was going to evolve and how it, its, its internal systems were going to work. And he didn't say anything, though. 
Um, and he just kind of committed suicide. And you see that this sort of a, a this weird thread of like, like we'll just you figure it out. Like mm-hmm. I'm he left his notes for yeah. Yeah. for the government to find. He left all his work and this one giant like sheet of butcher paper and yeah. Like, and then they figure it out. Yeah, and they figured yeah. it out. In origami uh, crane, I was like, God damn. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't you don't find that out till later. Oh, uh, <laughs> so they have I, I think it was a couple of days, like three hundred and sixty days or something. It was a, they had like a month or something to like because basically now that Godzilla is gone and he he goes back to the ocean to like cool himself off. Uh, they figure out that he runs by nuclear fusion and. That all his fins and his blood are like a cooling system, and that's why mm-hmm. he like kind of radiates all of this uh, uh, radiation and heat. And they they figure out that maybe they can just coagulate his blood, like they can just try to make it so that his cooling systems don't work anymore, or he cools himself to death. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were a little it was a little weird now that I think about it because they weren't specific as to like it how that was going to work because. If they're trying to... Well, it wasn't real science, for sure. Sure, of course. <laughs> so they couldn't actually explain it. But it was basically because he needed to... What was it? He he, he can regenerate through nuclear fission. Right, so, we, so they had to all stop need, it. All he needed was mist and air to survive. And mm-hmm. also, I also found out that he's asexual. Right, right. Which I don't know why they figured that out, too. They're just like, and he's asexual. <laughs> they, we checked. We had a plane go up yeah. his butthole. We checked. But yeah. <laughs> that didn't happen. Uh, uh, so, yeah. He's in the ocean. They figure all this stuff out. But then when he comes back onto land, he... So, he comes back. He's giant. He's big. He's much bigger. He and, has he has less he has less googly eye. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. has a little bit more arm. Mm-hmm. But definitely not enough arm for it to proportionally make sense. Yeah, so, but it's like the full version of, of yeah. Shin Godzilla we're going to see. And he has yeah. a giant ass tail. Yes. And they finally decide, he has hey, a tail from uh, the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, but he, he doesn't like have a, but he didn't have like a like he goes into the water and he comes out and his his tail is like four times the size of him though. Like then it becomes really big and wobbly, yeah. which I have to say when I first saw it I was like, "Oh, he looks scary as hell." Like mm-hmm. this this Godzilla is frightening. You know, the other Godzillas, you're just like, you're kind of scary, but you're kind of also cute. Like, you know, if, if it was, you were... Yeah, it was so much like the proportioning of, you know, how they framed all the shots of him. And, like, I guess I guess because Godzilla had no character characterization in this movie he, at all. He wasn't, like, a kind creature or, or a starving one or a mean one. He was just, like... Showing up and fucking up shit, and then going back in the ocean, and come back and doing it again. Like he, there was not, there's no like most Godzilla movies have like, oh, he's trying to protect his eggs or something. It's a girl. Yeah, like yeah. there's always some kind of shit like that. But there was none of that, so it was kind of more scary. Like, like yeah. it was more like you know, like the angels and even Gellion just coming down to dest- destroy just, humanity. Just fuck your shit up, yeah. And we had to just, and it was scarier, I think, to me, because we like the humans had no way of fighting it. Yeah. Um, they go through this montage of like, we're gonna do missiles. Okay, no missiles. How about grenades or bombs? I don't know bombs. the words. And then, for- <laughs> and then they were like, bombs. keep going a step up yeah. and a step up. And, uh, and that, that was like it. a really cool scene too because basically they just, I, I feel like Ano is very much like a, a military otaku. Oh my God, so, you can tell. He was so excited to yeah. like rent all these like real ass planes <laughs> and, trick and uh, tanks and, and, and everything. And the, the scene is like this super tense scene. And then you see all of these tanks and stuff, but like you can't help but tell when he puts fucking the what it is. It's like the the Cougar two hundred and seventy five D or oh, something. Oh, it's across like, the screen, yeah. Everything yeah. for yeah. what it was. So yeah. that that's when that's when I was like, oh yeah, this guy, this guy really He's loves military shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of um, 
there's a lot of battling, obviously, and they try to destroy it. Obviously, it's immortal because it is immortal. Uh, and then he just he kind of goes into berserker mode because the Americans start bringing in these bombers. And so it, the Americans fuck everything up. <laughs> to be fair, has that ever happened? <laughs> yeah, yeah what? What are you talking? Like, what movie <laughs> does that happen in? Um, um, uh, but they they asked for assistance. They did. So so, so in the beginning, they have a. Uh, uh, you can take it from here. Actually, I, I can't remember. So many meetings. Basically, what happens is they they kind of the Americans are interested in they figure out there's nuclear uh, fusion happening in the in the Godzilla. So all the countries are interested in the power is generating. So what they do is the Americans start coming in. They're interested in kind of why it's you know how it's powering itself, um, but they're also like on standby for fighting it. So anyway. They're like, oh, our missiles and crap didn't work. Americans fly in. They fly in. They use, like, the heavy artillery bombs. You see the Godzilla, like, scream and go down. Tell them about the aid. Huh? Tell them about the, Ameri- uh, the American aid. The... Uh, Kyoko and okay. Patterson. Hold on. Let's just... Okay, so anyway, they bomb, they bomb Godzilla, <laughs> and then it freaks out. It's actually hurt, so then it starts shooting out lasers from the back of his... Mm. It's, it's amazing. It's really cool. And that, that's, that's when they kind of introduce his signature nuclear breath. Nuclear uh, the, breath. The way that they do it, too, is super awesome because uh, it goes through different states. Like, first he's just spewing... He's just, like, vomiting gas on the oh, floor. Gas, just yeah. like, Bleh. And he just... All this gas is, like, permeating the city. And then it ignites, and mm-hmm. then it just turns into a very hot flame. And the hot flame sort of goes, uh, goes yeah, it, it focuses, and it turns into basically plasma, which I'm assuming that's what they were going for. Plasma uh, lasers. I, from my take on it was that they were, because the bombs actually penetrated his back and through his skin, it started overheating him. And so it was almost like it wasn't uh-huh. it wasn't on purpose out of yeah. anger. It was like a venting, like it, it's too hot. I have to like mm-hmm. vent this out. Similar how nuclear reactors oh. work if they start overheating, and that's why like huh. at each point that that occurred, like each stage of his like defense, uh-huh. it occurred because of some sort being of attacked. Yeah. yeah, being attacked and the overheating because the bombs were went through his back and heated them all up on so the inside. So the humans topped the Godzilla. To I mean, actually, yeah. that does make a lot of sense. Uh, yeah. I think at to a certain point, it kind of was cognizant of the fact that it was being attacked and it kind of used it. But that yeah. it, that does make a lot of sense because he, I feel like it's how he discovered yeah. that. Like he he didn't. I don't think he did it out of anger. I think yeah. it was like, oh, I need to do this, and then you realize, like, oh, this is actually going to help protect me from these assholes. So, which is it, it's an interesting take too, because you know, as Michelle was saying, it's definitely more of a force of nature than it is a creature. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. creatures, they run, they hide, and they do all that stuff. And this is just sort of like a. I mean, even if it was a creature, it doesn't really need to think about anything because it's indestructible and super huge. So nothing looks really like seems an, like a threat. Looks mm-hmm. like a burnt marshmallow skin. It does. He looks delicious. It's great. Yeah. But he it's also great. has a nice glow to him, too. <laughs> yeah, his underneath burny parts are real yeah. burny. Um, so after this, Godzilla, what is, is it when he, <clears throat> is this when he, like, stay, stands still, right? After that? Yeah, yeah. He, so, he goes into dormant. He, like, so goes and hides. But his eyes don't close. He's just, yeah. his little. Uh, our friend Lauren was saying it looks like the uh, Easter Bunny chocolate eyes. Uh-huh. They're like the white things with like little dot in it. These eyes don't close. He's just like, I'm sleeping. Leave me alone. <laughs> don't bother me. Um, and during this time, um, the, American, the UN meets and they decide that this has to be destroyed. Uh, and the Americans volunteer to do it with their nuclear bombs, um, which is very American. However, there's a long very there's American. a long tradition of Godzilla movies being about. Um, you know, they call it uh, nuclear paranoia. Paranoia. So, after the bombing of, like, you know, Hiroshima, Fukushima, um, or sorry, Nagasaki, 
uh, there's always been this a lot of literary works, you know, books, movies, TV shows kind of about, even it's not directly about those bombings, it's about, like, the fear of it happening again, yeah. which is warranted. Yeah. Uh, so Godzilla is a huge um, option to that. There was something, there was an event in particular, I'd have to Google it, I, I can't remember, sorry, that was directly preceding the first Godzilla movie. It was a U.S. testing on some island um, in Japan that, you know, it, 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 like, fucked up the whole island. Like, it, it basically, like, mini Chernobyl it. So it was kind of a reaction to that. Uh, this movie you mentioned earlier is a reaction to the, um, t- partly to the government response, I think, um, mm-hmm. during the tsunami, and then also the uh, response to the nuclear meltdown at uh, Fukushima. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's reacting to that, but right around this part in the movie, all the Americans come, all the foreigners come in, and they're, they're kind of like, they're kind of forcing Japan's hand. So basically America gives them like what three days or two two weeks I think it was it was two weeks they, yeah, they somehow they somehow I don't know how they figured this out they they calculate how long Godzilla's gonna be dormant well it was math. it was the amount of like fission that it was able yeah. to generate it was fine so it was fine so they have two weeks or America's gonna come and totally nuke all of Tokyo they're gonna have to get rid of that whole city yeah. and so they're like we have to save Nihon so they have they have their crack team of weirdos and scientists to figure yeah. out how to cool down that Godzilla cause Jiguchi that guy he's a rebel and mm-hmm. he was just like we're just gonna bring all the freaks and geeks in here yeah, yeah gonna... that's exactly what happened I love I that just, team that was great I just really like um, the UN and Americans like stance on it it's like yeah. okay so we're gonna we're gonna bomb the shit out of you mm-hmm. um but it's cool because exactly. like we'll, we'll we're totally gonna like we're totally gonna like help you rebuild so yeah. it's like not even a big deal don't even stress we got this yeah it's like, like you're not destroying a culture a yeah ter- like it's such a terrible they were portrayed very polarizingly and then, yeah. you know with good cause i wouldn't call the movie like anti-american but it can... it's not it's not it's look to be perfectly honest i feel like that's a relatively it's not a ridiculous response. I mean, maybe there's like we can do, we can have more time. But this thing, like realistically, you mm-hmm. would want to destroy it as soon as possible. Sure. Also, there they did find that through through the evolution, um, somehow they figured out that it would then it would soon sprout wings. Yeah. Um, so that's oh, yeah, why the UN around, got yeah. so freaked out because uh-huh. they're like, if this, you know, if we give this any more time, it will could land, it could land yeah. on any one of our continents. Yeah. So the response, I don't, I don't think it was the response that was so polarizing. It was just like how they portrayed all Americans, all English speaking people were like the worst in this movie. Who, uh, where do they find? Fair, where do they find these guys? First of all, who are these actors? <laughs> uh, it's, it's the five like white dudes that teach oh, English. Uh, they're, they're just like I just like need some other career. They're the worst. You know? Oh, let's, let's, some side, let's talk about Kyoko a little bit. Uh, oh, okay. Is her name Kayoko or Kayoko? Hey, Kayoko. 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 Anne Patterson is her name. Yeah, uh, she's played by uh, Satomi Ishihara, mm-hmm. and her name is Kayoko Anne Patterson, and I believe she's supposed to be half. That's what I'm assuming she's, she's supposed I to be. I think she's just supposed to be. Um, or adopted. I can't tell. Yeah, she, I think she's either supposed to be like Nisei or Sansei or something. She keeps referencing my grandmother, you know, saw the bombing in Hiroshima. Yeah. They bring it up. But her a last lot. name is Patterson, so unless she's married, which my I'm last, pretty well, sure yeah, she was. I was wasn't. like, my last name is Bradley. Come on. They guys. kept saying, though, that it, her father was. I think she was. I think she was half because she kept. Okay. They kept saying her father was like like a really politician. high up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and she American was using his um coattails. Uh, yeah. 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 That's Riding why she coattails. was gonna be a president. The president. They mentioned in her how, 40s. how bad she wants to be a president. So yeah. Much. Even though yeah. she can hardly speak English, that's really not her fault. <laughs> I just uh, want there to like hire one pronunciation coach. I could do it. Toho Cinemas. Did you guys? <laughs> I used to do her. this for like twenty dollars an hour when I was in Japan. It was not a big deal. <laughs> Social links are down here. Uh, anyway, <laughs> down so like the English somewhere. is horrible. So get ready, because you know, as people, English speaking people, when you hear professionals 
pretending to be, you know, American. Not the you're most like, cringy. Not yeah. the most cringy. It's not, it's not the worst worst, but you're just kind of like, wait, whoa. It kind of pulls you out of the movie for a second. You're like, oh, you're supposed to be the government, you know, representative from America? All right, whatever. Yeah, the, the, the ultimate cringe, though, was the, was the discussion on the plane. Where they oh, didn't with the even president? show his face. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you just see hands. Was, yeah, that was so bad. To be fair, though, President Ross was yeah. it? President from, from Friends. But <laughs> it was Ross from Friends. <laughs> it was Ross because when you think America, you think Friends. Like that's yeah. Duh. Um, to be fair to the Americans, like they didn't. They gave him like an extra day. You know, they yeah. gave him twenty four hours. They went hours, to back for him. Yeah. And he the did. Germans helped them a lot. The Germans and the Germans with, with the uh, math. Yeah. Super computers. The yeah. <laughs> they needed like twice the computing power. So just yeah, they were like, yeah, well, let's just all help power. each other. Mm-hmm. So uh, basically, the end of the movie, you guys can guess what happens. We shouldn't probably spell it out. Godzilla okay, yeah. destroys Godzilla. The world. Yeah. Godzilla eats so with everybody. These <laughs> dire circumstances, they must fight to yeah. win the day. And then they try happens. to coagulate, it fails, and then yeah. everybody dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and everyone is Godzilla poop, and then it goes into the sequel. That is not Godzilla what happens. Land. Yes. That is not what happens. <laughs> um, 2017. I thought it was flush Godzilla. The next one. <laughs> so what's interesting in this movie, I thought they had a whole conversation about so Kayoko comes to the the crackpot team of geeks, and she's like, "All right, here's all my grandfather or my." Yeah, grandfather's files on, you on, know. On uh, Maki, Goromaki. Yeah, here's all Goromaki's files on this beast. And by the way, his name is Godzilla. Like she says it with, Godzilla, an, with an English yeah. accent. And she's like, because it is like, it is like a, a beast, but it is it is of God. It is a God-like yeah. creature. So they changed the meaning of the name because Gojira, the original, was the, um, oh, I, I just had this. <laughs> I can Google it. It was it had a different meaning in Japanese before. It was a combination of God and Zilla. Mozilla. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't. The, the popular internet I thought it browser. Was like God. Uh, no, it is never. It was never God. It was something else. Hold on. God like Fire power or something. God. Like Go. Like Hikari no Go. Like the nope. game Go. No. Pokemon Go. Oh, it was, oh. Po- it was Go. okay. <laughs> it was a combination of Gorilla Gorida is how they say it, uh-huh. and Kujira, which is whale. So gorilla whale. So it's a gorilla whale. Gorilla whale. Cool. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. I'm glad they changed. It. <laughs> Did you know that the Ameri- so Legendary owns the rights for uh, you know Godzilla for you know the the American the, distribution, the English yeah. releases mm-hmm. of it, or the totally you know unique storylines uh, that are not associated with those at all. Anyway, Matthew so they're Broderick. They're yes, they're planning in 2019 to do a King Kong. Or no, 2019 is a new movie, and then after that, doing a King Kong Godzilla crossover movie. <sighs> <laughs> I don't. There's so many. Are they going to bring stretch. back Black Jack? Jack Black? I hope so. There's so many. There's so, so many more interesting ones. There's so many more interesting Toho creatures mm-hmm. that they could have used as opposed to Godzilla. I know Godzilla is just like ah, oh, because it's Americans, ha. But still, seriously, <laughs> yeah, Mothra movie, please. But let's look at it at this way: King Kong had to climb the Empire State Building. Godzilla was crushing buildings like with his chest that were that high. That's true. Like, that's gonna. That's oh, not a very be, fair like, fight. Just a size comparison mm-hmm. alone, like yeah. they easily could have picked something better. Sure, sure. If they put like, armor on Kong, King Kong and right, he's guys. doing like, a whole monster hunter <laughs> right, thing, then I'm right. down with <laughs> that. If he becomes sentient, yeah, that's that, would that be could great. be a fair fight. King Kong's like just doing like math on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess you know what was your favorite parts? Like what did oh, you guys damn. like? What was, your, what was the thing that I thought it was quite impressive. I, I really felt like it was a Toho movie. Like, I saw a lot more tokusatsu when they started doing... Basically, at the, at the end of the movie, they've got this really elaborate plan to get Godzilla, like, prone on the ground to try to feed it the serum or whatever. Mm-hmm. And to do so, they um, 
they have trains coming in to hit him from below, and then planes from above, and then they start having the buildings follow him, and then yeah. they have more trains. Come. It's really cool. I just remember, I just really like seeing all that stuff get destroyed. Like just you see the crumbling is quite. It looks like it's. It looks like it's practical effects. Yeah. I don't know if it is. I'm glad that we didn't spoil this movie at all. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know if they succeed. God damn it, guys! We did but, say in the middle of the show. Don't worry about the spoilers. You don't know how it ends though, so yeah. it's okay. That's true. But I, the, yeah. the effects in that part, I think, are just really great. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it is. It's, sorry, it is kind of the climax. Um, <laughs> um, but I really, I really like that a lot. It was my fave. I, I gotta say, the music's what did it for me. Oh uh, yeah, it was love it. It, you could bum, definitely bum, bum, hear bum, that it was from a different time period, um, <laughs> but they just it fits so well. I mean, there were a couple parts where I was like, "This is really campy." This music selection mm-hmm. is not the greatest right now. But then you look at his but, googly eye, yeah. and you're like, Whatever. "But it, yeah, it just it like really epic buildups, and uh-huh. it definitely was." It, yeah, it was. It was. It was really fitting, and it was a nice throwback too. I like that. I it like was that. so. Like it, there were some parts where it was just so loud you could barely understand, hear yeah. the dialogue, yeah. but it, it like made it really exciting. Like cause mm-hmm. it, again, this uh-huh. is um, this is about meetings. This after is all. about meetings, and uh, Lauren mentioned on here. She's like the editing and cuts. The editing cuts me the sheer amount of bureaucracy works so well. It didn't feel like you were watching two hours worth of cabinet meetings, which yeah. is what it was. Which it was yeah. so. um, but also the music added that as well. It mm-hmm. kind of got like pumped. Like when the when the geek team got together, yeah. they started yeah. playing the drum music and then the guitar version so, of it. <laughs> so you got to understand when they use that music, it's usually when a bunch of humans in Evangelion. This is once again, mm-hmm. this is from Evangelion, so you can tell exactly what scenes they use it in. Uh, is when they're fighting the angels. That's when it's predominantly used, whenever a big battle is coming mm-hmm. up. And usually that's all intercut with a bunch of people in front of monitors yelling stuff at, like, Shinji and, and <laughs> Rain. Like, ah, the monster's coming. Oh, okay. And it's like, oh, you have only this much time left. Uh-huh. And that's the, the way that it's cut. It's like it's the giant battle and then these people and these people yelling at you and all these, like, graphic timers. Uh, and you'll see that a lot in the movie as mm-hmm. well. Um, but the way that they used it was just so so it was so appropriate you yeah. know what i mean it, like it you, made it so exciting even it though they have a bunch of like bullshit explanations it's just all like yeah. they're just talking out their ass about stuff that's like vaguely plausible which mm-hmm. is very anime um but you don't need to hear any of that because the from, it's in subtitles well it's in the <laughs> subtitles but also because the acting and the people are are kind of like meshed together to where you're just like, oh, yeah. I get where you're going with this. I don't need any of the the small details. So I, they did that very well. Yeah. Um, also, just the cool old school Godzilla music. Yeah. So good. It, so good. It's so weird because like an American studio would never do that. Mm-hmm. That is just some like because they took the old mono mix. Like they didn't. They couldn't do anything with it because it was so old. Mm-hmm. But they're just like, yeah, let's just throw it in there. And it just works out so well. You can tell that it's, like, from old tapes, you yeah. know? But it doesn't yeah. even matter. It's true. And, like, you know, I noticed some of the visual shots as well. They weren't always totally clear in HD. They had yeah. they had some. I know they're trying to be, like, it might be a security camera or something. But it looked like it was just, like, an old camera shooting, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they switched kind of, like, the quality of film a couple times in the movie. Um, and then even, like, again, I'm not, like, really... I mean, I review movies, like, on the show all the time and anime. But um, I'm not really, like, a camera person really understand to maybe explain better sure. but some of the shots of especially the prime minister were always quite like wide, like wide on him and like made his face look kind of like you know like small compared to everyone yeah else. yeah yeah there's yeah. a lot of that switching back and forth to that um in the big group scenes i noticed too yeah because it's uh, the way that the com- composition was usually for all these cabinet meetings were very 
very like symmetrical. So the prime minister is always in the middle, and all the cabinets are always flanking him. Um, anytime there's a shot, he's always like in the middle, and a bunch of people, no matter what the angle is, he's always kind of in the middle. And on top of that, he's he's centered in the middle, but I feel like there's they always showcase a lot of space mm-hmm. between him, and even if it's a long like down the down the table shot, they always leave space between him and everybody else yeah. is just so crowded around. And I really I really think that spoke a lot to the fact that he was they were trying to humanize him and make people understand like this is every decision he makes it's like a is lot of all pressure. on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and even that's why to save what, two people, he, yeah. he uh, had to stop everything. He stopped the potential to stop Godzilla. I mean they didn't know if it would work or not, but yeah. mm-hmm. you know probably wouldn't have. Yeah. And but Still, like they were able to like really humanize him and make and let us understand like wow that yeah. that these decisions are big. They're not mm-hmm. to be made lightly. Yeah, and from what I remember, uh, I'm not super up on you know politics of Japan, but they don't really like their prime minister. I don't think Abe is, <laughs> is like it still the Abe? best. I, it's pr- their Abe. I'm their pretty prime sure minister. he resigned like a couple of times and did he just come back? I'm confused. I like don't I don't know. I swear to God, he resigned. I know or that maybe Abe, Abe. No, Abe is still there. I know that for a fact. <laughs> yeah, and they do not like him yeah. very much. So the fact that they're like kind of humanizing him and trying to give it this realistic it's kind of version. Not Abe, is though. It was just like you know some other guy not representing him. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah. I just thought that that's kind of interesting because it's like they're trying to humanize something that they're not really a fan of right now mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. um you know just the global politics in general mm-hmm. can always you can you can polarize it one way or another but you know this is a very realistic version where it just seems like he had he was just out of the his depth basically yeah i yeah i agree and then kind of to circle back with the global politics um we were talking earlier about how there's you know we were trying to see if are they trying to portray the u.s or the u.n as an enemy um, but I feel like the more I think about it, I feel like they were trying to put Japan in like a real world situation in this and show that, you know, on paper, the decision the UN is putting out probably makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. But it was really cool to see them kind of gather together as a country yeah. and just say, okay, well, that, that might be our fate, but we're not going to. We're not going to defy the gonna, gods. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to accept it. Yeah. We're going to try everything we can, and we're going to work together. And they kept mentioning it, too, when they were all gathering in groups. They were like, rank doesn't matter here. Mm-hmm. We just need to figure this out. Everyone's going to yeah. work together. We're going to you know, put our profession aside and just make this happen. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And it really made me want a jumpsuit. <laughs> yeah, really. They're all wearing like suits. so so stylish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The minister is like, all right, let me get my suit on, and it's like yeah, 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 it's yeah. a disaster suit. Yeah. And it's like, that's a, like a it's trash a thing, man. It's a it thing cool. that uh, Japanese officials do that whenever there is an emergency situation, or um, even if they're just going for a press con- conference, if there's emerg- like a national emergency, something they have to wear that thing. And I don't really understand what the purpose of it is. I can I can see that. I think it's really more like, hey, we're one of the people. Like we know oh, it's an yeah. emergency. We're, yeah. we're 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 getting suited up to deal with it, and yeah. that's. I but feel like, like even just visually, even yeah. if they're not actually there and helping people move uh-huh. stuff or like evacuating people, it's still like, hey, we're uh, we have that mentality. We got going. the same outfit on, yeah. we're the same person. Which, which kind of like I think about it, I'm like, man, kinda that, cool. it kind of it kind of did affect me because when I saw the TV portions when they're doing the press conference and he was wearing that, it's like, why did you have to wear that? But like, you then know, like the. The gravity of the yeah. situation. Shit is going down. Yeah, I'm, this is like a real everyone's emergency. Everyone's digging mm-hmm. holes in the floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just, I, in the press room. That, because that's, that's, you know, you when Godzilla attacks, you just dig it. the biggest hole <laughs> yeah. in the all fucking right, All right, all um, right. Are we going to lines this? 
so oh, or well, uh, I haven't even told you. What sorry, my I forgot. Part forgot. Is. I feel like you thought you were good. Tell me your favorite thing, Max. Uh, my favorite part, Max. Tell me your favorite thing. My favorite thing. part is the military battle. That that was my yeah. favorite part. Is just when they're bombarding Godzilla with just all the artillery and but the first time. Yeah, the first time, and you gotta understand. I love military stuff too. Oh. So anytime I see it, like, and he just went through like all the tanks. I was like, that's cool. Military yeah. otaku over here. And I really love. I just like how he named everything. Like, I know that's like a was, super small thing. It was unnecessary, but it was nice. Yeah, it made but, it feel more. I don't know, real. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like a. That's, Even though we didn't really know what they meant. Yeah, we it doesn't matter. Max yeah. did. We did. <laughs> no, I didn't either. Yeah. I just, I just like the fact that he, he, you know, cared enough to like mm-hmm. name all these things that. He didn't really have to. It was just a stylistic thing that I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And, of course, Godzilla, because he has a pretty cool face. He looks really stupid. But there's, like, little, there's little things. There's little things. Like, okay, so when he does his plasma breath, he has a little cover that looks like mercury that goes over his eyes to mm-hmm. protect his eyeballs. And in Oh, the- someone told me that uh, yesterday. I think sharks do that. Yes, uh, sharks, they- sharks have a cover over their eyes. Just their before eye, they bite. Yeah. yeah. They shield them. From the blood? Um, just for Something. from attack, and yeah. It's actually your best chance to get away I from shield. them because they I can't shield. see it. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. and I saw, and you know, it's like those little things because mm-hmm. you look at him and you're just like, oh, this is, you know, he, he's very stationary. It's hard, it's hard yeah. to know like where he stands as like a creature because uh, I was watching the 2014 version, the new one with Brian Cranston, mm-hmm. um, and I really liked that one because it kind of had a lot of the things that I enjoyed about Godzilla, which is the other monsters and like pseudoscience crap. Love it. Um, but the problem is, is that they never show Godzilla in, like, in its entirety in the daytime. It's always at night. It's always in fog. Yeah. It's always in some sort of these elements. And the, the daunting thing about Godzilla in this is that he just is there. He's just yeah. chilling. He just, he comes out at day, yeah. and it's the clearest, nicest day you could have a <laughs> picnic if it wasn't for Godzilla. If it wasn't you know for Godzilla. I mean? Maybe that's what he was yeah. trying to do. And, and, Get a picnic. Yeah. He just wanted a yeah. picnic. Have yeah. a nice day. That's so... That's so fucked up that we ruined this picnic. Uh, I'm so sorry, Godzilla. Yeah. But it's a good movie. I think yeah. I would treat it as, maybe even treat it more as an indie film than a, I mean, you would not classify this as like a Hollywood blockbuster, like take all the kids to go. Like, it's, some people would not, some people would not like how long the movie is, and it is a lot of meetings, but you have to really pay attention to be, to enjoy the movie. Yeah. But the pacing is still good, so it's yeah. really, it's a lot more action-packed than we're making it sound by saying it's a movie about meetings. Yeah. It's a lot of meetings. It didn't feel that way by any means. It didn't feel that way, yeah. It, it's, basically, I guess the best way to put it is like it's a disaster movie. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. What, it just is the disaster. Um, is yeah, Godzilla. someone online asked if it was, uh, Mr. Habitino was asking if it was um, kind of like how you don't really see Godzilla very much in the movie, and it's like, it does focus a lot on the humans and how they yeah. react to Godzilla, but you get, but you Godzilla get enough Godzilla there. time. Yeah. Godzilla yeah. is always there. They're He's always, always yeah. like Cutting this daunting in. presence. Mm-hmm. He's close by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, rates, so this is the way that we rate, it's either it's thumbs ups. up or thumbs down or just eh. Yeah. So, when, so on three. One, two, three. Yep. Look at Doc. He was like, "Whoa, huh?" Oh, look at this guy! Yeah, we all like Psyching people it. out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, I suggest that everyone watch it. Mm-hmm. It's out uh, in select theaters, 11th to the 18th of yep. October. Check Funimation.com uh, for those show times. Yes, definitely and, worth it. Yeah, and definitely another shout out to Funimation for inviting us Yay. once again. Thanks, Justin Rojas, uh, and 
yeah, so next week, what are we doing next week? I don't know, because I didn't research Perfect. it. <laughs> but I'll be leaving next week. We're going to be always here on, <laughs> sorry, you know how to say the always. time. Always here on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. from now on, so mm-hmm. uh, forget, us, forget about us on Wednesdays. That's not happening anymore. Yeah, so yeah. that's our new schedule. Uh, hopefully you'll get to see more of us. And maybe a Tuesday will be a better time for us, and maybe we'll get some new people. Or some less. New blood. I don't know. We can like, we'll see. Okay. Uh, thank I, you guys for having me. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you, Doc. For uh, do you have any plugs that you want to plug? Like any social stuff? Or just. Where can we find you on the internet? Yeah. Uh, Twitter, the Doc213. And Instagram, dr underscore 213. Gotta love go. those underscores. Gotta yeah. love those underscores. Yeah. Michelle? You can find me everywhere on the internet at I am Chubby Bunny, and my name is Michelle. Chubby Bunny win. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me and at me. Max Salts, uh, kind of like Bath Salts, but <laughs> with Max in it. And it's not because I do drugs. Uh, so, yeah, don't think that. because he's salty AS. And I'm salty as, <laughs> as fuck in yep. real life. Yep. Uh, so, anyway, we'll see you next week. And Have a good one. Bye. Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.